Hello, everybody. It is the weekend, and it means it is time for Fro and Bill to give their thoughts on the newest South Park episode. Fro, I've got two questions for you. Number one, mm -hmm. how are you doing? I'm doing okay. Very good. And number two, how's your brand? My brand is going up, I think. I have been to the brand managing firm. Uh, uh, so that's going good. Uh, I'm, of course, crying a lot because the Queen of Canada is dead. But uh, other than that, I'm doing good. <laughs> so, um, Fro and I here, we're going to be giving our thoughts on the latest south park episode that came out this week the worldwide privacy tour um i'm just gonna say it off the bat i freaking loved this episode me too oh my gosh this might be an instant classic of an episode it's extremely funny mm -hmm. uh i think I think they captured perfectly. Yes. And they also made kind of part of Scientology, question mark. Hmm. I'm gonna I'm gonna ask this question because if I don't remember asking this question now, I'm gonna forget it. Sure. Because obviously Trey was the voice of Megan when mm -hmm. they were, you know, making fun of her. Did she come off sounding like a blonde to you? <laughs> I know, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but it also... Uh, I, mean, I mean, it sounded like a, a valley girl. Yes. That's kind of like how I would... Like, if I if I was going to make a valley girl voice, like, oh, like, totally, like, yes. Like, oh, my God, like, yeah. That's kind of like how, how she sounded. Yeah. So, um, a few things to talk about here. First off, Ike, poor Ike, hasn't gotten over the death of the Queen of Canada. <laughs> Which is funny, because that was, what, in September, I think? Like, the actual... I don't remember. Yeah. It, it's been like... at least six months or close to six months i think it was three months in the story yeah but in real life it might it might be yeah. six months so they just dove right in in the very beginning and did not hold back which i loved that's how good this was it was really good. I think one of the things that made me like this episode as much as I did is because I I personally disdain anything royal. I'm uh, in that way. I'm a Republican. I I I don't I don't think you are born to to rule over someone. I I don't think you're born into a role. I think it's very wrong to for Norway to have a royal family. I don't like the British 
royal family that much either. I think they are actually worse than our royal family. And our royal family is pretty bad as well. So being an anti-royalist uh, and kind of like, yeah, believing that people should be voted for and not born into anything, uh, this was a very liberating episode, to say it mildly. Yeah. I think my favorite scene of the entire episode was early on when the Prince of Canada, and that's what they refer Harry to as the Prince of Canada. He and Megan go on the talk show and they talk about his new book, which is entitled Wah! <laughs> Which I just laughed so much. I, yeah, I would say really that the rest. I would say that line the rest of the week. I'd be like, "Ah, oh, here's his new book." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but uh, it, it also it, it is kind of like yeah. Um, this is something I complained uh, about when I watched. Uh, the Megan uh, and Harry documentary on Netflix because I'm I'm one of those that actually saw those three episodes. You poor soul. I don't know. I uh, sacrificed myself so other people didn't have to do it. Uh, but yeah, <laughs> thank you. Yes, me and me and the builder. Uh, but yeah, um, I remember talking to Luke about it on another show that said. And I, I said something similar to, that I will say now. I find it very strange that a couple complaining so much about the press, uh, the tabloid press, uh, are so using the press to get their message across. It, it's kind of like it's like saying, oh, I, gosh, I hate salmon. And then having, like, salmon in every, like, dish you make for the rest of your, for, for your life. It's like, okay, are you working with the devil so you can get the devil out of, out of you? It's kind of like, I, I, I really, I don't have any respect for them because of, how they did things. If they had like gone and said, "Hey, we want our privacy. Uh, we we just want to live a normal life," and hadn't done any interviews about how terrible the press is in the press, I would probably respect them. But because of how they did things, it it, it feels like uh, I have not read spare. Uh, the book that he wrote, but uh, based on the interviews, he, he feels very viney. He feels like he feels like the title of his book should be "Where Oh, I'm 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 I, I'm I'm. It's feel sorry for me because I lived in a privileged family. That's kind of like how how I felt, and also, gosh, darn it racism in the royal family 
no fucking chakra uh, uh, at all. And it's like, yeah. But it's just like, I, I really like that. I really like that storyline. I think my main problem with this episode was the cold storyline because it, I, mean, yeah. I was like, I was like, do, do we really need to have Stan uh, like figuring out who he is and trying science, uh, Scientology? Because it felt like a like a spoof of, of Scientology, more or less. Yeah, I was going to ask you about that whole brand thing, and I'm like, what? where are they going? Like, like I, I feel like um, Kyle was kind of in a crisis because mm -hmm. Ike has not gotten over the Queen's death, and he's not able to hang out with his friends, and Butters is like, hey, I got this idea that could help you. It's helped me out. So they go to this branding office, which is yeah, but probably... Didn't, didn't this just feel like another spoof of Scientology in a way? It, it could have been, yeah. I, I didn't think of it until you just said it. Um, I feel like what it really could have been, in a way, is like a... One of those like motivational groups. Mm -hmm. I'll take it in another way, like a motivational group where it's like, "Hey, you could be better. Here's what you can do." You know, Tom Robinson. Yeah. Kind of thing. Yeah. But it feels like the ending, like where the end of that comes from, is really also, like the ending. Yeah. Is with you know, like kind of the conclusion of Kyle dealing with the prince and Megan being their next door neighbor and God. how they're just making every bit of noise possible to get attention going like, we want privacy, we want privacy. And Harry's playing the drums and Megan's having fireworks go off. Um, Watching us, leave us alone. Yeah. yeah. And I, and I kind of want to go back <clears throat> to um, what you were saying about, you know, the media with Harry and Meghan. Because I kind of want to go back a couple years to where you could also pinpoint the hypocrisy of both Harry and Meghan. Is that two-hour interview they did with Oprah a number, a couple oh, years no. ago. I mm -hmm. didn't watch a single minute of it. Because... <laughs> Number one, it's like, do I really care about this? Which I don't. And then you have Oprah, who is trying to stay relevant. You know, yeah, I said it. She tried to stay relevant. Sue me. Uh, <laughs> and it's like, all right, so, you know, I, I really don't care. And... Basically, that was the whole point at the end is Americans, I'm going to say two-thirds of Americans, not going to say all, but I'm going to say maybe two-thirds of, two of Americans, don't give a shit about what Prince Harry and Meghan are doing. They really don't. Yeah. 
And to, to be honest, I, I don't think they should. Right. And like I saw the other day, it was actually earlier in the week on TMZ, the app, not the TV show. I haven't watched their show in forever. Megan's half sister was going to sue her for $75,000 because of stuff that she had said, Megan had said in her book. So who knows what's going to go on there. But while I was watching the episode, I, I don't know why, but I kept thinking back to a couple conversations I've had with my dad about Prince Harry. And he's convinced, and, and I want your take on this, okay? He's convinced that Charles is not the father of Prince Harry. A lot of people have said that, yeah. It doesn't look like him at all. Yeah. I think we've had this conversation off air. I, I think we have. I also think we have. But I, I I don't know if I care. <laughs> well, I mean, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna say to our listeners what my dad thinks, mm. who the father is, because he was around, you know, when both William and Harry were born. So, so when Diana was married to Charles, mm. there was this horse groomsman or handler, I think. That's his title, but he, he was working with horses. And he thinks that Diana hooked up with this guy and thinks that the real father of Harry is this horse handler, not Charles. Because like you said, he doesn't look like Charles in any bit. Whereas with William, who... Honestly, I've never had a problem with... I, I know you're not big into the, the British monarchy, but I've never really had a problem with William. He looks like his dad. <laughs> Harry does not look like... Does not look like Charles. So... I mean, I don't know if that theory is true or not. I'm not saying I believe it, but it is something to, you know, have in the back of your head. So... Absolutely. All right, so let's give, because eventually this episode will be reviewed, our unofficial score for this episode. Um, it's pretty high. Um, I would have given this a better score if it wasn't for the storyline that doesn't really fit this episode. Okay. So I'm going to give it an eight. Okay, that I, I actually think that's pretty high. Yeah, it is. I I can't complain about that. Um, like I said, I really love this episode. My only complaint of the episode has nothing to do with the actual episode itself. It's during the middle of the episode. Um. It froze up, so I kind of missed a few minutes of it, but it doesn't take away from the score that I'm giving this episode. I just wanted to say that, like, 
I missed like a few minutes of it, but it doesn't seem like I missed much. I'm giving this a nine. I enjoyed this more than the previous episode. Mm-hmm. Um, Cause I know you were big onto that episode last week. And this time I'm big on this week's episode, which is, which is what makes this so much fun. Giving our thoughts on this. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Because, because I don't know what Fro's going to say. And Fro doesn't know what I'm going to say. So, so yeah, I, I'm going to give this a nine. I think this could be an instant classic within a few years when we look back on it. It's just a really good episode. I think an eight and a nine reflects very high on this episode. Yeah, yeah, it does. Well, uh, let's take a look at how IMDb thought of this episode, or at least the users thought of this episode as of this recording. 851 people have given this episode a, rev- or a rating, and the average rating for the episode is an 8.4 out of 10. So they're oh, almost fine. they're almost in the middle of us. So <laughs> that that's a good sign. Um our Facebook group, we put a poll up of what grade they'd give the episode for the week. Uh we didn't have as many votes, but that's okay. Uh because they gave it a B. So that's also a high grade. And, and we actually have a couple of comments here. Uh, Ryan Claymon wrote, Need to work on my brand. Yes, you do, Ryan. You need to work on your brand. <laughs> <laughs> Our other review is from Dusty, who wrote, I love these Canadian episodes, so I had a lot of fun with this one. I would uh-huh. say I like it more than the last episode. It was fun. It was funny to see Harry and Meghan be attention horrors while telling everyone to respect their privacy. The blue penis part was hilarious, and I had to Google <laughs> why. They, and I had to Google why they made it blue and found my answer. Wow, TMI. <laughs> Anyways, I really loved Kyle's speech at the end about people having brands. I agree with his message. Very good episode. Actually, you know, I'll, I'll tell you real quick uh, before we wrap up. The day after the episode aired, because I go into work a little bit later than I used to with my previous job, I was scrolling through YouTube, and the one of the Australian news—I um, I forgot the name of it—they were talking about this episode. That's. That's how quick the world goes, folks, is Australia was talking about this episode the next day. So, yeah, it it goes fast. Word goes fast. Say, Fro. Yes. What if I told you that this week's episode on Shark's Pond, a South Park podcast, Happened to feature the Prince of Canada, but not the one that we just made fun of, but the other Prince of Canada. Mm-hmm. Because it it lined up at the stars, folks, because this week, the episode that I'm reviewing that you guys are going to hear as soon as you get this episode is Freemium Isn't Free, where 
the Prince of Canada makes an appearance in the episode. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. That is so great that it just lined up perfectly. It really is. Uh, well, as always, thank you all for listening to our thoughts on this week's episode and your support of the show that Fro and I started so many years ago. And it's still going strong. That's the best part, is it's still going strong. Trying, at least. Hey, I mean, we're almost to the finish. I'm mean, like, I'm almost to the finish line. I'm less than a hundred episodes away. So, yeah. So, um, on that note, thank you all for listening. Have a wonderful weekend, and I believe there's going to be a new episode next week. So, we'll talk to you guys next week. Bye. Bye.